Blog Talk Radio.
put their fingers in their ears singing da-da-da. I don't want to hear the sound of the coming king. But he said, he said, well, I have held my peace for a long, 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 long time. And in my silence, you thought that I was all together like you. And in your heart. exactly when, 
um, the United States President, um, Barack Obama, um, had a press conference and stated that he um, believed that um, same-sex marriage should be um, legalized. And it seems like whenever you talk about a subject like that, um, it's pretty much in some way stepping on a time bomb as far as some people are concerned. Either people are for it or are strongly for it or they're strongly against it or they're strongly in the middle and don't really have an opinion or don't care either way. And while it's not a subject that we would spend a lot, a great deal of time talking about, um, I guess I probably need to at least somewhat touch on it um, for just a moment. And and so here it is. The Bible. Let me start by saying um, that the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short the glory of God. Everybody, no matter who they are, no matter what their lives have been like, no matter whether they have the appearance of the greatest Christian or the worst sinner, everybody has sinned and fallen short the glory of God. Everybody, and as far as that aspect, in the eyes of God is the same. Everybody. Um, there's no difference. The Bible also says that the gift of salvation is a gift. It's not based on our works of righteousness. It's not based on what we've done. It's not based on anything like that. It's solely based on the love of the Father and the grace of God. The Bible says that Jesus, who was the only person who ever lived and without sin is the only judge for all of us. Um, the Bible says we'll all stand before the judgment seat of Christ at some point. Um, that's you, um, your neighbors, your friends, your family. That's me. That's Chris, who for you new listeners out there who also host a broadcast, every one of us will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And there's no difference between any of us. And we'll all at some point die. The Bible says every man is appointed once to death, and after that to judgment. Um, we don't live forever. Um, our spirits do, but our bodies don't. So whether someone's young or whether there's, they are old, um, there's no telling. All of us at one point will breathe our last breath and we'll be before the Father. Um, either to spend an eternity in his presence or an eternity outside of his presence and that's your choice um, some people don't necessarily believe it is but according to the scripture it is it's your choice if you want okay everybody sorry about the um Audio difficulties. Um, I have a bunch of kittens um, in my house, and I guess some of them stepped on the power cord that was that our router was plugged in, and so I had to go figure out why all of a sudden I lost my signal. And I guess that was the reason. Um, so where were we? Um, 
once again, sorry for the break, but usually Skype gets disconnected during the broadcast, and we assume it's just um, Skype. Um, but tonight it was kittens. So that being said, um, we're talking about the proclamation that um, Barack Obama made today, the President of the United States, about gay marriage and how he said he believes that it's okay. Um, and so we were talking about sin in general. Um, the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We're all sinners. We can get past the elementary principles of that. And, you know, let's go a little bit further than that in that none of us are a judge of anybody's sin because we've all sinned. None of us are righteous except through the blood of Jesus Christ and his righteousness, as the Bible says. For by grace you are saved through faith, and not of yourself is it a gift to God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. And so we're righteous based on Jesus and Jesus alone. Um, and so that being said, um, then we could assume that in the eyes of the Father, all sins are the same. And while you may think that some sins are greater than others, um, and there are different types of sin, um, and to explain that, um, there the Bible says that there are some sins that lead to death and some don't. Um, and without going into a great um, a great deal of detail about that, what I mean by that and to say about that is that there's some sins that you commit um, that are sins that don't affect anybody. Um, there's sins that you can commit, like murder, for example, that affect someone else. There's sins like um, committing adultery in your heart um, or your thoughts that are the things that you think that could be sins um, that affect only you. But either way, um, sin is sin. The Bible says to be holy, for I am holy. Um, and as far as um, righteousness is concerned, one sin is enough to miss the mark. Um, so by his grace alone, we're saved. Um, and so I don't personally consider the sin of homosexuality um, we can some people don't believe it's a sin the Bible says it is but it lists a great deal of other sins in the same paragraphs at times um, it lists homosexuality um, the same with adultery and lying and drunkenness sin is sin but we have to at times separate the act of sin from the person and, and I'm trying to go about this the right way and a spirit of love and gentleness. And I guess I'll give you, I'll try to paint it this way um, by the grace of God. Some people, their sins may include lying, um, gossiping, um, things that you don't 
wouldn't normally consider a sin, things that people do on a normal basis. Um, lusting after someone, um, idolatry. Um, many of us at times um, commit idolatry without realizing that's what we're doing. Anything that you put before the Father can can be considered an idol. Anything that you would worship in some form or fashion can, in some ways, become an idol in your in your heart. And so the sin of homosexuality um, is, in that respect, is the same. But it doesn't change who the person is. They're still a person. They still have a soul. They still have a spirit. Regardless of how deep someone's falling into this, to sin, the grace of the Lord and the love of the Father goes even farther. The Bible says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And it doesn't make a, distinguish, a dis, uh, distinction. It doesn't say, well, if you dr if you were always an alcoholic and you drank a lot, and or if you were, then you can be saved. But if you killed someone, you can't be. It doesn't say that if you were a liar and you lie all the time, you can be saved. But if you've stolen something, you can't be saved, and that's beyond the reaches of God's love. There is no sin that's beyond the reaches of God's love. Um, in fact, it says the only thing that won't that can't be forgiven is blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And so God's confined all under the sin that we all could receive His grace, and which comes from His love. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter what they've done. His love is greater. And you could say, well, how can you be a homosexual and uh, or practice homosexuality and still consider yourself a Christian? And in the same scenario, we could say, how can you claim to be a Christian and lie or steal or cheat or um, or commit adultery or gossip about someone? It's all about the same. Now, as far as proclamations, you know, it's interesting that the times that we live in, how Christians get so upset about the way the world acts when the world is just that, it's the world. It says we're supposed to live in the world, but we're not supposed to be of the world, because it says that the Father has chosen chosen us out of the world. And Jesus said we're, not, we're no longer of the world, um, but we're citizens of heaven, having our identity in the kingdom of heaven. And so we don't live as the world lives. We don't walk the way the world walks. And so it's it's almost impossible to, and it, and it pretty much is impossible. You can't take a, a set of standards, a set of commandments that can only be filled, be fulfilled by the Spirit of God and force them upon a world that doesn't know the Spirit of God and can't receive it. You can't expect people who don't know God to immediately love God. And, the Bible, and Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. But you don't get to that point of loving him until you've received him. Until, and you don't get to the point of receiving him until you know him. And the Bible says it's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. It's the Holy Spirit moving upon the hearts of men, drawing them to himself and revealing himself to them. But that is not something that just happens out of the blue one day. Um, and people who are in the world who don't know God, who don't know um, 
even who Jesus is. And there are so many people across the face of this planet who've never even heard of the name of Jesus. And you can't expect them to immediately just start following all the things that a Christian should follow and walk the way a Christian would walk when they don't have the revelation or understanding or the gift of the Holy Spirit that we do. So does that mean we're powerless to do anything about the way the world works? Of course not, certainly not, because the Bible called us to be intercessors. It called us to pray and to intercede for the nations. Um, we're called to intercede on behalf of the people of this world. Um, Jesus himself said to pray that the Lord, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would send laborers out into his harvest. And so while the world grows exceedingly wicked, and it's going to, um, you may think that the world's going to one day wake up and all of a sudden it's going to be nice and, nice and peaceful and wonderful and everything is going to be happy and without sin. And everybody's going live, to be living righteously, but that's not what the Bible declares. Um, it says... Um, in the days of the in the end day in the last times the end days um close to the time of his return the world would be just like it was in the day of noah where there was few who knew god and followed god and but there were many who lived in unrighteousness who were blinded and their eyes were blinded they didn't have any knowledge of god and weren't serving god or following god and these end times will be about the same so it shouldn't surprise us the proclamations of the world it shouldn't surprise us when the world accepts sins or compromises with sin or condones sin or even declares that something isn't sin. That is the way the world operates. But we will operate outside the world and we operate in a spiritual realm, understanding that our battle isn't against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this age. As Paul said And the only difference we can make Outside of proclaiming the love of the Father And the truth of the gospel Is to intercede and pray on behalf of the world That the Father would turn their hearts And change their hearts And so before you look at someone And begin to judge You should first look at the Father Find out the Father's heart for that person And then pray for their, and pray for them and, you know, sin, when someone follows the Lord, when someone loves the Lord God, when someone's heart is sold out to him, the sin will automatically go away. It happens in all of us. The Bible says that he has forever perfected those who are being sanctified. We don't all start off um, giving our lives to the Lord and immediately every sin, every weight, every um, bondage is immediately gone. We still struggle. We still have things that the Lord has to deal with us individually with. And those who come to know the Lord are no different. So this is Prayer International Radio. Our call-in number, 619-638-8458. We are going to go to a break, and we will be right back.
throne of God. Revelation chapter 4, verse 2. Immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven, and one set on the throne. Father, we come standing before that great white throne, the throne that's been established from eternity, the throne which is surrounded with transcendent radiance, the angels, the seraphim, beauty everywhere, the river of fire that flows from your throne. Oh, we love to stand before your throne, oh God. We love to stand before the throne of God. divine encounter. We want to be lost. 
raging lover, consumed with flaming fire.
our destiny. This is our inheritance. Oh God, to stand before the great white throne, to be lost in the river of holy fire, holy romance. around your throne, O oh God. The place of an abandoned life, standing before the throne forever and ever.
come into the deep. Come into the deep. I hear the Father calling us to come into the deep. There's birthing. He's birthing identity in you. He's birthing you into a new place. Come into the deep. Deeper, 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 deeper. Deeper. Go deeper with him. Deeper. in the depths of his heart.
my